Alhamdulillah Hamdan kathiran Tayyiban mubarakan fih Kama yuhibbu rabbuna Wa yarudha Ashadu an la ilaha illallah Wahdahu la sharika lah Wa ashadu anna Muhammadan abduhu Wa rasuluh Al-Nasihul Amin Allahumma salli ala Nabiyina Muhammad Wa ala alihi wa sahbihi Ajma'in Wa man tamasaka bi sunnatihi Ila yawmiddin Thumma amma ba'd Ya ibadullah When Speaking about Any issue And that which will bring about Benefit unto us and likewise, in the attempt to repel any harm from us, from the greatest tools that we have at our disposal, then undoubtedly it is a dua. Supplicating unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and beseeching Him. So when we look at those guidelines, and those things by way in which we can purify our souls, then at the head of them, it will be a dua. A dua, miftah, zakatun nufus. Because dua, supplication, then it is the key for the purification of the soul. Qala Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, لَيْسَ الشَّيْءٌ أَكْرَمُ عَلَى اللَّهِ تَعَالَى مِنَ الدُّعَى That there is nothing that is more noble unto Allah than a dua Then a dua The ulama, they explain and they mention, فَالدُّعَى مِنْ أَفْضَلِ الْعِبَادَاتِ that dua is from the greatest of the acts of worship and Allah Ta'ala, with Allah Ta'ala. Why is this? Why is dua supplicating unto Allah, beseeching Allah, begging Allah? Why is this from the greatest acts of worship? And I want us to understand this reality so that perhaps we could appreciate supplicating so that in thus that will translate into us supplicating more making more dua unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They mention, they says, Because inside of making dua, beseeching Allah, supplicating unto Allah, then there has therein showing and a display of inability and of being impoverished unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It is showing that we are in, in, in extreme need of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that we are humbling ourselves. That we humble ourselves unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that we are in utter need of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And it is an acknowledgement of the power of Allah Azza wa Jal wa Qudratih and of the might of Allah Azza wa Jal wa Ghina'u and of the wealth 
of Allah Azza wa Jal and that Allah Azza wa Jal He is the one who is above all need He needs nothing it also shows that Allah Azza wa Jal, He is the most magnificent. He is the most great. There is nothing that is greater than Allah Azza wa Jal. Nothing more magnificent than Allah Azza wa Jal. Allah Azza wa Jal, He is the one who His magnificence, His greatness, He breaks, destroys, annihilates the plots of his enemies. And all of this is a bounty from Allah Azza wa Jal upon those righteous individuals, upon those outstanding individuals. This is a bounty of Allah upon the outstanding prestigious ones, those ones who he loves, those who are his avid worshippers. All of this is explained where in dua. So it is incumbent that we increase in making dua unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. وقال الشيخ عبد الرزاق من الشيخ عبد المحسن العباد البدر حفظهم الله تعالى He says, he mentions وله أثر عظيم ففتح الأبواب الخير And dua has a tremendous effect on opening the doors of good. كما قال الشيخ الإسلام بن تيمية الشيخ الإسلام ابن تيمية he mentions في وصيته لأبي القاسم المغربي as شيخ الإسلام ابن تيمية he mentions inside of his وصية his advice to أبو القاسم المغربي he mentions and to him therein الدعاء مفتاح كل خير that dua is the key to all good dua Supplicating unto Allah, begging Allah, asking Allah is the key to all good. For kullu khayrin tarjuhu li nafsik wa turiduhu min khayrat dunya wal akhirah fatlubhu min Allah azza wa jalla. Everything that is good, that you want it for yourself, you want it from the good of this world and the good of the hereafter. Then ask Allah for it. Ask Allah for it. Beseech Allah Azza wa Jal. Allah Azza wa Jal, He tells us what is the promise of those who ask Him. Allah Azza wa Jal, He tells us what is the promise that He has given to those who ask Him. Allah Azza wa Jal, He says, وَقَارَ رَبُّكُمْ أَسْتَجِبَ لَكُمْ Allah Ta'ala, He says what means. And your Lord said, Call upon me and I will answer you. Allah Azza wa Jalla has promised his servants, he has promised his slaves, he has promised those who have submitted themselves unto him that if they call upon him, he will answer them. Waqala Amir al Mu'mineen Umar ibn Khattab Radiyallahu ta'ala anhu and Umar ibn Khattab, the leader of the believers, the righteous Khalifa. He mentions, he says, إِنِّي لَا أَحْمِلُ هَمَّ الْإِجَابَةِ وَلَكِنْ أَحَمَّ الدُّعَاءِ فَإِذَا أُلْهِمْتُ الدُّعَاءِ فَإِنَّ الْإِجَابَةِ مَعَهِ 
He says, Verily, I don't worry about the answer, but rather what I worry about is the supplication. It's my job to worry about the supplication. Because if I put my attention on the supplication, then verily with the supplication will come the answer. Why? Because of Allah Ta'ala's promise that if we call upon Him, that He will answer us. وَعَنْ مُطَرِّفْ بِنْ الشِّخِيرِ He mentions قَالَ تَذَكَرْتُ مَا جِمَاعُ الْخَيْرِ he says, and I thought about it, I contemplated, what is that which will bring about all the good? Gather all the good together. Because good is a lot. It's a lot of good things. So what is that thing that can gather them all together, bring them all together? He mentions good is a lot. A soul, fasting is good. A salah, salah is good. And all of this good stuff is, it is in the hand of Allah Azza wa Jal. فَإِذَا أَنْتَ لَا تَقْدِرُ عَلَى مَا فِي يَدِ اللَّهِ عَزَّ وَجَلْ إِلَّا أَنْ تَسْأَلَهِ فَيُعْتِيَكَ He says, and verily, you don't have any way of getting that which is in the hand of Allah Azza wa Jal except by asking Him, and thus He gives it to you. So with that being the case, فَإِذَا جِمَاعُ الْخَيْرِ الدُّعَاءِ So with that being the case, that which will bring together and gather all of the good that it is what? It is dua. It is supplicating unto Allah, asking Allah Azza wa Jal for that which we need to benefit us, asking Allah Azza wa Jal to protect us from that which we are running away from and that which we fear. So as relates to purifying the soul, as relates to purifying the soul, then we have to know that from the greatest means by way in which the soul is purified is by asking Allah to purify it, is by begging Allah to purify it. As it comes inside of that dua of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, a dua that we should all strive to learn bi'ithnillahi ta'ala, the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam used to supplicate unto Allah, Allahumma ati nafsi taqwaha, وَزَكِّهَا أَنْتَ خَيْرُ مَنْ زَكَّاهَا أَنْتَ وَلِيُّهَا وَمَوْلَاهَا He will say what translated means, O oh Allah, give to my soul its piety. Give to my soul its taqwa. Naam, its piety. And purify it, because you are the best of the purifiers of it. Verily, you are the guardian of it. You are the master of it. So if we want our souls to be purified, then we have to beg Allah Azza wa Jal because like all of the good, the purification of our soul is in the hand of Allah Azza wa Jal. So we have to beg Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to purify our souls if we are truly concerned in the purification of our souls. Hada aqulu qawli hada wa astaghfirullaha li wa lakum. ولجميع المسلمين فاستغفروا فإنه هو الغفور الرحيم بسم الله والحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وبعد يا عباد الله the purification of our souls is in the hand of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And if we want our souls to be purified, then we have to beg Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to purify our souls. 
This is something that is a must and is incumbent. So I want everyone to understand this and to let, let that translate into action. If we are grappling with things that trouble us, then we need to beg Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to relieve us of those things. If we are seeking after things that will benefit us, then we have to beg Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to bless us with those things. If we are in need of escaping a particular sin, then we should beg Allah to save us from that sin and to make us strong so we don't fall into that sin and to strengthen us and strengthen our fortitude and to aid us and assist us in staying away from that sin. As far as the good is concerned, we need to beg Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us of those who are steadfast upon the good, those who are thankful unto him, those who show their gratitude, so on and so forth. This is incumbent. As relates to the purification of the soul and the health of the heart, then we have to beg Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to purify our souls and to keep our hearts firm upon his religion. From the ad'iyah, from the supplications that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam he used to say a lot, he used to often say was, Ya muqallib al-qulub thabbit qalbi ala deenik. This is the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And this dua, he would say it a lot. He used to say it a lot. O changer of hearts, he would call upon Allah because Allah is the one who changes the hearts. O changer of hearts, fortify my heart upon your religion. Fortify my heart, make my heart firm upon your religion. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he used to make this dua, he used to make the supplication a lot. So it is incumbent that we would make it a lot. If the Prophet sallallahu made it a lot and he is who he is. Nabiullah The leader, the master of the children of Adam, the best human being ever. And he will make this dua a lot, then we need to make this dua a lot. Oh changer of hearts, keep my heart firm upon your religion. Many of the Muslims, they complain and they are ailing, and they are feeling the pain and the sorrow of their children going astray. Many of the children go astray. They don't practice Islam properly. Some of them don't practice Islam at all. Just Muslim by name, but they're not practicing Islam. And the parents be wondering, what can we do? What we can do preemptively during and in wake up is what? is teach our children the importance of begging Allah to keep their hearts firm upon the religion. That we teach them this before they go astray. That we teach them. And when they go astray, may Allah Ta'ala protect all of our families, that we remind them, make dua. Make dua. Beg Allah, ask Allah to make your heart firm upon the religion. Make dua. Tell them to make dua. Directly and also by proxy. What do you mean by proxy? A person may say is that you ask them Make dua for your father that Allah fortifies my heart upon his religion. Why? Because the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam he said what? When a Muslim makes dua for his brother It is answered when a Muslim makes dua for his brother Then the angels say And may you get the same thing too so if he make dua for you, his father, that he and his heart be guided to what is true and firm upon 
the truth, then the angels make that same dua for him. So this is what I mean by proxy. So encourage him, make the dua for yourself and make the dua for me. Because when they make the dua for you, their parent, the dua is also made for them. And you as a parent, what? Make dua for your children. Because the dua for the parent, for the children is accepted. So increase, this is from the greatest means of the rectification of our children from the greatest means of the rectification of ourselves because all of this is in the hands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Allah ta'ala says in his noble book Allah ta'ala says if it was not for the bounty of Allah upon you and his mercy upon you none of you would have been Purified, none of you would have been righteous. But Allah, He purifies whom He pleases. Ibn Abbas, he said that this that the meaning of the statement of Allah that none of you would have been purified. He says what this means is Meaning that no one from the creation would have been guided to anything from good that will benefit them, nor would they have stayed away from anything from evil, and thus had that evil repelled from them, except for what? Except that Allah Ta'ala, He is the one who had blessed them with that. So all of the good that has reached us is in the hands of Allah Azza wa Jal. All of the evil that is averted from us and pushed away from us, then this too what is only in the hands of Allah Azza wa Jal. We are impoverished. We do not have the ability to bring to ourselves benefit nor to cause to ourselves harm. We don't have the ability to remove harm from ourselves. لا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله. There is no power and no might except with Allah Azza wa Jal. There is no changing of situations except it is in the hands of Allah Azza wa Jal. We are impoverished. So if we want better, we have to ask Allah because we're only going to get better if Allah gives it to us. If we want the harm to leave us, we have to ask Allah. The harm will only leave us if Allah decrees that it leaves us and he, and, he, and, he, and he pushes the harm away from us. Why? Whatever Allah wills is, and whatever He does not will, will never be. You see? All of the khair is in the hand of Allah Azza wa Jal, so beg Allah. All of that is in the hand of Allah Azza wa Jal. It's only from the bounty of Allah Azza wa Jal. All of the khair that reaches us is only by Allah's bounty. All of the harm that is averted from us is only by Allah Ta'ala's bounty. All of the harm that is removed from us is only by the bounty of Allah Azza wa Jal. It is incumbent that we remember this. Just like you cannot give yourself the flu, you cannot cure yourself from it. Everything is in the hand of Allah Azza wa Jal. The Sahaba, they understood this. They understood this. Even at the most dire time, they remembered this. Even in the most of, 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 of strenuous of situations, they remembered this. He mentioned 
كان رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم يوم الأحزاب that on the day of Ahzab we know the day of Ahzab when all of the, the polytheists they came together trying to destroy the Muslims they intended genocide upon the Muslims they wanted to murder kill every last single Muslim they came together for this effort so in, 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 in defending and preparing a defense the Sahaba they dug a ditch around Medina they dug a ditch so as to impede the, 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 the approaching armies and as a means of defense in light of this potential onslaught they were digging a ditch while they were digging this ditch that the Prophet ﷺ, he was helping he was helping into the digging the ditch and to removing of the dirt he said so much so that they said that the dirt was on the whiteness of the belly of the Prophet ﷺ, meaning he was working so hard that his stomach became filled yani, with dirt, dust of all upon his, his body. Because they were moving the dirt, they were excavating the dirt, digging out. Why? Because the armies are coming to do what? To kill everybody. They're coming to kill everybody. Even during this, they didn't forget the reality of the situation. So they were saying, and from that which they were saying was, Wallahi, They were saying, by Allah, swear by Allah, that if it were not for Allah, we would not have been guided. If it was not for Allah, none of us would be Muslim. None of us will believe in Allah. None of us will believe in the Prophet None of us will believe in the angels, the books, the prophets, the messengers, the day of judgment, Qadr, Khayri, Washarri. None of us will be Muslim if, if it wasn't for Allah Azza wa Jal. And none of us would have given charity. And none of us would have prayed. All of that is by the tawfiq, is by the success from Allah Azza wa Jal. So they were begging Allah during this, during this tremendous time, this extreme pressure, they were begging Allah. And this is what they were saying. This is from what they were saying. Wallahi lawlallah mahtadayna wala tasaddaqna wala salayna fa'anzilanna sakinatan alayna fa'inna haulai qadbaqu alayna wa'in aradu fitnatan abayna that if it wasn't for Allah, we will not have been guided. We will not have given charity, nor we have prayed. So send down the sakina and make our feet firm if we have to meet the enemy in battle. Because verily they have transgressed the bounds against us. And if they want for us fitna, we refuse. If they want for us shirk, if they want for us polytheism, if they want for us to return back on our religion and go back to being kufar, if they want for us to become kufar, be Jews, Christians, Buddhists, or whatever, then we refuse. And the Prophet ﷺ, upon hearing that, he would say three times and elongate his voice, Abayna, Abayna, Abayna. We refuse, we refuse, we refuse. Even at this time, they remembered this fact that the only way out of this situation is to beg Allah Because if it wasn't for Allah, we wouldn't have anything. Hada fa aqimu salat.